What's up, Zozo? What's up? What's up with you? Welcome, everybody, to Dad and No, episode number 97, I believe, day 100, number 770 of being a stay-at-home father. I'm outside of my backyard, so you might hear a little bit of wind and uh, dogs barking and cars honking and stuff like that. So I'm out here with my daughter. She's going to be joining me during the podcast. She want to come outside because it is cold, not cold, cold. It's like 60, maybe, yeah, 60 degrees here in Texas in April. And uh, it feels nice. So we decided to come outside and I'm going to enjoy. I'm trying to enjoy lately being uh, with her, like being at the, not that I'm dying. That's not what I mean. It's just that, like, I meant like uh, being a stay-at-home father because I feel like the window's closing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Family members listening to this like, yeah, no, that, that window, that door was shut a long time ago. It was when you quit your job and you stayed home with the kids. Hold on, I got to call, make sure. Yep, it was for my wife. I got to call her right back because I don't know if I was supposed to make uh, lunch or not, if she's coming home for lunch. So I'll give her a quick call. But, yeah, so I feel like it's coming to a close. And, uh, hey, what's up? Nothing, what are you doing? I'm doing my podcast. Oh, are you? Am I on the podcast now? Yeah, you're on it right now. Was I supposed to make Uh lunch for you? Oh, yeah, we're still alive. You're alive? Okay. Yeah. You haven't been blown away by the wind? No, it's nice outside. We're outside right now. And okay. so, and Zoe's putting bug spray on her doll right now. Oh, yeah, we don't want the plastic to get There you go. What, what kind of, that's not off, is it? What kind of bug spray is that? Um, even the label. That's the one that you, that you it's like the, or, the organic version or whatever. I don't know. It's not organic version, it's natural. It's it's essential. Okay. Yeah, it's the organic, whatever. You know what I mean. She's just basically putting water and oil on her. Right? Water and oil on her Yeah, because everybody knows water and oil mixes. I'm very smart. Okay, I know science. <laughs> I know science. science. This is science. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. no, we're, we're, we're good. Huh? We're good. All right. Love you. All right, what was I at? Yeah, uh, enjoying it, enjoying being a stay-at-home father because what had happened was, man, we had it planned. The way it was supposed to work was that I work, I put her through school, you know what I mean, pay all the bills, and that ended when I was 29. She got through school, she got a job, um, and then I stayed home with the kids. That's That was the next step. So and then she works, and then I, you know, do my goal. How long that goal would take me to be a touring stand-up comedian who also does animation? <laughs> Pretty lofty goal. But uh, that's that's what I'm still going for. But anyway, the point I'm saying is not for excuses. I don't like excuses, but this really sucked because she was getting paid a certain amount of that was great. And then there were some cuts, and it was a nice cut that Texas took out, like a nice chunk. Like, basically, it was like if I would have had a part-time job, and I, that's how much money was taken out. And now it's happening again where the 
the government is taking out, they're going to be paying less for occupational therapist assistance because that's what she is, an assistant. So it's like, all right, well, now you have to go back to school. She has to go back to school, which I'm proud of her. That's what I've been pushing her to do. And uh, I got to go back to work. So that'll be in August. And I haven't had a, a, a nine to five since I was 29. I'm 32. And by the time August comes, I'll be turning 33. I mean, I did, I was a tutor for a little bit, but like, you know what I mean? Like in an office setting, they're going to ask me, what was this big old, what was this big gap where you didn't work? I'm, I'm going to be like, well, I was a stay-at-home father. I decided to put my career to the side and take care of my children because I'm a good man and that's what I do. When in actuality is just like, oh, I'm a dumb child in my brain and I decided to go tell jokes and do drawings and stuff and shoot sketches with my friends. That's that. That's more of the truth. <laughs> and that doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing it. It just means that, yeah, two steps back, like four steps backwards. But when she graduates, she'll be making a lot more money. And um, hopefully, which she will. And hopefully we have maybe some money saved. Cause she's going to go to school and work. We'll have some money saved and then. I shall try again. Not that I'm going to quit. It's just, it's like going underground. It's like, all right, man. You know what I mean? I got locked up again. I got to go back. I got to go back to the 9 to 5. I got locked up again. It's responsibilities, Josh. It's called being a man. Why don't you just be a man and get a job like the rest of society? Well, I'm an entrepreneur, okay? And I'm trying to get this thing, FMCW Studios, off the ground with a few friends of mine. That's what I'm trying to do. And I actually had a little, I had a glimmer of hope. I had a glimmer of hope because there is this company, which I signed a thing that I said I can't talk about what the company is. So I'm not going to tell you the company name. I'm just going to say the company is centralized around comedy. That's what they do. So you can think, whoever you think it is, uh, no, it's not Showtime. Anyway, so <laughs> they, that was a horrible joke. They, um, I, I applied to this thing to be a, a creator on their online platform and and uh, I always I, I applied for it and I completely forgot I completely forgot because I apply to so many festivals and not only comedy festivals but sending in you know web series and stuff like that and I I've, put it this way in the um, what's this I've been doing stand-up eight years and I've been applying probably the last six years so in six years before this uh, I never got a reply from anybody ever, ever. So ever. So that was a lot of money. I now I just like what I do is I like I like these festivals, and I don't think I'm gonna get into them. But I would like to donate to them. That's the way I see it. Those are my charities. I'm like, you know what? I like what you guys are doing. I'm gonna donate to you. I think like in a few years, I'm not even gonna send like my stand up and just be like, ah, hi guys. You guys know who I am. You know what I do. But um. I just want to thank you, and here's $35. That's what I'm going to start doing towards the end. But I, I better make sure that I have money before I do that. Anyway, so um, I applied to this thing to be a creator for them, and uh, I got I got messaged back. And then I couldn't sleep for three weeks because that's all I could think of. That's all I could think of, and it was gonna I was going to have to move the whole family to the big city and... Um, and I was excited, and I, and I wrote, I had to write some sketches and stuff like that. I don't think I'm telling too much, because you still don't know who I'm talking about. I mean, you know who I'm talking about, but you don't know who I'm talking about, because I never said who they were. But uh, I didn't go past the next round. 
which sucked, but oh well. It was it was like a little, just like, hey, Josh, I know you're going to have to go back to work in August, right? And um, you're going to have to put this, I mean, this comedy thing, not to the side, but it's going to be a lot harder. You're not going to have as much time. So, uh, yeah. oh, wait a minute. There's this thing you can do that you really want to do, who you really want to work for, and you get to move to, to the big city and do comedy. Do you want to do that? Yeah, let me check. Yeah? And no, no, they, you're not good enough. I'm sorry. Never mind. I'm sorry for not letting you get sleep for three weeks. I mean, but in a way, it's good. It was good because it was, it was, uh, I guess, confirmation that I'm, it's confirmation. I'm just using the right word. I was going to say affirmation. That's not the right word. Confirmation that I'm doing, that I'm on the right path. You know what I mean? I'm doing the right thing if I'm being able to be noticed by that. Either that or they sent that to everybody. (laughs) Like everybody who applied, they're like, here you go. I'm going to send this to you. And now they got more sketches. And like, no, we can use all these sketches. So that could have been it too. I don't know. But, um. That and I got into my first festival. I don't know if I said that the last podcast. The Suru, it's a stand-up roundup in Dallas. My, yeah, I think I did say it, that last one. That's my, that's the first one I've ever got into. And the winner gets five thousand dollars, and there's three rounds, and it's ten comics, and they each do ten minutes, and then it's six comics, and I think they each do fifteen, and then the last one's four comics, and I think it's a theater, and they each do twenty, and the winner gets five thousand dollars, which I need. So uh, hopefully I can uh, win that. I mean, at the at the least, get some work out of it from Dallas. You got you want this is for mosquitoes. Are you are you brushing this on your baby? She has a little brush, like a paintbrush, and she's painting the mosquito stuff on her. But it's natural. It's safe, natural, effective. Defend from Mighty Shield. That's what it. There you go. Hey, watch out with the ant piles. That's right. That's how nice our yard is. And we have dandelions and ant piles. Does your yard have that? I don't think so. Uh, hmm. At least does it have stickers. Stickers are a- acorns all over the yard. We used to play uh, football in our backyard, and there's acorns everywhere. We played tackle football. Everybody be ripped up. Just like acorns just scraping against your skin. That's worse, almost worse than stickers. Because stickers hurt right, you know what I mean? And they itch. But those things like dig flesh out of your body. If you played backyard football and you had acorns or, or pecans or pecans or whatever you want to call them right if you have those in your backyard and you play tackle football you know exactly what i'm talking about you're just you had chunks ripped out of your thigh because you were playing in shorts and your friends freaking bigger than everybody else and weighs already 200 pounds and has a man's body and you're still a child's body and then he tackles you and lays on you and it just scrapes your whole side and it's like just acorns just digging it i guess and nobody else had that but uh that was our football what happened it ran out yeah. well then here look i'm gonna spray some right here there and oh it's like a lotion okay and then you rub it on with that. They're not on her hair. Don't put it on your doll's hair. I got my baby. It's my baby. Everything's her babies. Everything's her babies. So I was supposed to open for Burt Kreischer this week at Laugh Out Loud, but now I'm just going to be driving him around. Why? Because uh, it's going to be a two-man show. So, ooh, but I needed the money. I tried to look for other gigs that paid, but I couldn't find anything in town. I was just like, <laughs> I just swallowed my, my ego. I was like, well, does he at least need a driver? I'll I'll drive him. Mm, how about that? I'll I will dr- because he's nice. And last time he tipped, because I drove him around last time. So, just gotta swallow that ego, right? I mean, what else? <sighs> what else can you do, right? 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe he'll give me a guest spot. Last time I helped him sell his merch, and he gave me gave me a little bit of cash for that, which was nice. Also, I was the first one to sell out his merch. Those are the sales techniques that I have. And, uh, yeah, what shows do I do got coming up? George's, George Anthony's uh, taping uh, is coming out. Is coming out. It's going to be April 13th. So no off the cuff. April 13th is going to be George Anthony's album taping. Uh, also, Jay White Cotton's release of his new album, uh, Monster Ballad. So that's happening the same night. It's going to be a two-person show. Man, another show I got kicked off. Son of a... Oh, I was going to be on that show. Now it was just a two-people show. Anyway, kick, kick, kicking off these shows. <sighs> but it's going to be a good show. It doesn't matter. I couldn't be on it anyway. I'm going to, I'm going to help tape it. So, And that'll be the next album for FMCW Studios. And my album comes out May 1st, which you know because I keep saying it like every single podcast. And it's my podcast. And I'm going to plug it because it's the only way I can make a little bit of money. So... Help me out. Buy it. Buy it. Like buy three or four of them. Three or four digital copies. You know what I mean? Do do that. Why not? Who cares? Buy four or five. How many can you buy? I'm not. I'm not even going for how many people will buy my stuff. I'm saying the people who know me. How many will you buy? Hmm? Eight, nine, ten. Just give me the money. How about that? Don't even put it on iTunes. Just give me the money. Eighty nine dollars because iTunes is going to take thirty percent, and I don't want them to take that thirty percent. I don't care about being number one on iTunes. I just want the money. Okay, I care a little bit about being number one on iTunes. Will I be disappointed if I don't at least touch that for an hour of number one on iTunes? Yes, very disappointed. But why? Because, you know, I got an ego, I guess. Also, I'm putting a bunch of money behind it. To, not a bunch of money. A bunch of money to most people is like thousands of dollars. Money. That's a bunch of money. It's like, nah, I'll put like 50 bucks in a Facebook ad. That's, to me, that's a bunch of money. That's basically my weekly allowance to do whatever I want. You're 32 years old and you have a weekly allowance? Yeah, I'm broke. That's what happens, people, when you're trying to live out your dreams. You're broke for a while. Your whole family's broke. Your wife yells at you. Father-in-law doesn't think you're a man, but hey, you get over that. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <coughs> it might be. It might be. No more, no more. That's enough. You already put enough of the mosquito repellent on her face. She doesn't want any more. Thank you. You're a good mama. Are you a good mama? Yes. And how many babies do you have? Three. You got three babies? I thought you had four babies. What happened to the fourth one? She's big. She's big now? Yes. So does she have her own babies? Yeah, she's red. So you're a grandma already? Yes, I'm grandma. So you're only two years old and you're already a yaya? I am. You know how many stereotypes is playing into Zozobos? Hmm? A little Latina with three kids and one of them, the fourth one, is grown and already has their own kids at two years old? Horrible. Horrible. She just has a wild imagination and those are her babies. Anyway, yeah, my album's coming up. I'm having trouble... Uh, with when editing my album, like Raul had this problem. Raul sat on his album for like a whole year before it even got out, and uh, he's the one who made I'm funnier than this. Most of you already know him. Um, and he sat on he did it at Cap City, and he sat on that album for a year because he didn't want to watch it. And I was like, How do you not want to watch that? I would want to watch that, and no, I didn't. After I taped mine, I did want to watch it. It's hard for me to watch it now. Like I like it. I like the album that I put out already. I already put it on on on. Uh, 
on iTunes and Spotify. It comes out May 1st. Like, that's the release date for it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know what it was. Like, it took, a, it took me to sit there. I would, like, listen to the whole thing and edit it, and then I wouldn't lo listen to it for, like, three or four days. And I'd go back to it and listen to it and edit it for, again, and then, again, not three or four days because it was, I don't know what it was, but it was hard for me to start listening to it because you, you critique every little single thing, right? And there was a lot of things to critique. Not necessarily, oh, yeah, so with some of my jokes, I was just like, oh, that didn't work. I'm going to cut that. So instead of 15 minutes, I'm at, like, 47 minutes. But anyway, I, <laughs> so I cut that. But then also people talking in the back. And when I mean people, I don't mean people, like, that are watching the show i'm like people that helped record the show you hear him have a conversation in the back i'm like Ugh. you hear in the final taping that i put out the good job mamas the final i'm gonna put you hear lens opening and closing and stuff i'm just like Ugh, whatever it's me i guess it's raw that's what it is go but anyway george is doing his april 13th and then april 20th 420 uh it's gonna be chronic laughter five at the blind tiger as well george is at the blind tiger and the chronic laughter is also gonna be at the blind tiger and then april 25th back to battle of the sketches today's actually the last day to submit you want me to throw it well are you gonna catch it go over there go ready here you gotta turn around you can't run away okay ready here catch okay you gotta use your arm she just looked at it well, go get it. This is how you play with kids. The, when people are like, uh, having kids is just like having a pet. A little bit, like you play fetch with them. You know, I understand that. That's a little bit like having a, I mean, the dog runs a lot faster and a lot more, you know, athletic and stuff. But, you know, she's two. What is she supposed to do? My son doesn't play fetch anymore. And the way I play it is I get, I get, the, I have this little, uh, like, dodgeball thing and I go run I'm gonna hit you and I don't hit them and it goes past them and then they go and get it and they're like oh you missed me haha -ha. and it builds confidence in the child I think I don't know if that's true because if they really do play dodgeball they're gonna get like smashed because their father never hit him with the dodgeball in fact my son gets mad whenever I do hit him you're not supposed to hit me I was like I thought I was supposed to hit you it's like whoa no uh, I'm too fast. I'm like, then why did I hit you? Uh, like, I think I'm I'm slowly trying to shatter his little, not shatter his reality, but shatter his little safety net, his little bubble of, oh, I always win. I'm the best. Just like, all right, you're the best. But you have to prove that you're the best in whatever you're saying you're the best at. You can't just come out and be like, I'm the best, and then suck at it. So I'm trying to explain that to him. And he's kind of, I think karate's helped him start to get that. You know what I mean? Like that, the, the the discipline, the, like there's one kid, his friend, who's just like either more athletic or just a little bit older. Not, I want to say athletic. He's just his, uh, how, how can I put it? His, his um, uh, the way he, his dexterity, I guess. He has better dexterity, like better form. There we go, better form. Yeah, the kid has just better form in his punches and kicks. But that's probably because his dad works with him at, at home because he has a good dad. And my son my son doesn't have a good dad. My son has an, an okay, like a passable dad. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it looks look like, okay, I'm there for him. But at the same time, there's nothing I can really do for him because of the failures in my life. Oh, throw yourself a pity party, Josh. <laughs> I was going to try to make it funny, but I couldn't. <coughs> I'm an okay dad. Maybe I just have higher standards. Hmm? Maybe that's what it is. Not really. I got sad for a second.
How was your Easter? Good? That's a good transition. You have, you have a good Easter, everybody? I had, a, I had a nice Easter. Saw the whole family pretty much from my mom's side, which was nice. They got this land now, about like eight acres with a pond on it. My parents, that's like their retirement land that they saved up for. They have nothing built on it yet, but they had to, we go out there. We've been going out there, and uh, we, had the, we had Easter and everything. It was nice. And then on the way back, uh, we ran into traffic. It was on Sunday late in the afternoon, like an hour out of San Antonio, and it just becomes stop-and-go traffic. And my daughter, I guess, gets car sick and just goes all over herself. And then I just hear my son go, oh, Zoe puked. And I was like, oh, man. And I go back there, and she's just covered in vomit. And I was like, that's exactly what we needed. So now the whole car, I change her, right? I mean, we're only going like two miles an hour. I don't take her out of the seat, but I, I take her arms out, take her shirt off, clean her up as much as I can. It was just like all... From from after uh, went to Luby, she had like macaroni all over her shirt, just red from the candy she'd been eating. Because she was crying, she woke up, and I guess her stomach hurt already from all the candy. And to we're already tired to shut her up and like here's some more candy, here's a lollipop, and then she's just like, Bleh, that's not what I needed. Be good parents, but you know, that was more on my my wife was just like console her. I'm like, nah, here's a lollipop, here's a dum dum, because I'm a dum dum. And instead of dealing with my children and soothing them, I'm like, here's sugar. And then that's what happens. She pukes all over herself, and I felt bad. And then we had to sit in the car with that vomit smell. And it wasn't like, oh, baby vomit. It was like like man vomit. I don't know how else it was. I know she's a two-year-old little girl, but it was like, bleh, like, ugh, like you partied all night. The only thing that was missing from it was the alcohol smell. And you know what? Puke without the alcohol smell is just way worse. I like the alcohol smell. I'm like, at least I know why you puked, and I can smell what. Now I'm just smelling your guts. You know what I mean? Well, at least that alcohol, I thought, hey, you know, maybe it was disinfected. You know? I smell that vodka. I smell that tequila. Oh, okay. That's, that's a, uh, it's a gross aroma, but it's, it's not as bad as just puke, puke. No, it was just her guts. Just bleh, all the stuff. I hope I'm, everybody's like, stop. Stop. I don't want to hear this anymore. Stop. And... Uh, yeah, she puked on herself. I felt bad. She got, I think she just got caught. Are you taking off your jacket? Why? You getting hot? Yeah, it's starting to warm up. There you go. Give me the, give me the beanie so I can put it up. Thank you, mama. Love you. Love you. You do. Thank you. I love you. <sighs> she just takes her baby around the yard. And this is the, like, explaining everything. So that was my Easter. I mean, it was nice. The puke part sucked, but it was nice. Oh, I, I t- uh, switch it up a little bit. Um, talk about politics. Like, I don't wanna, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it away. No, I, Trump, yeah, I'm going to go outside right now. Trump said he's going to send the military to the border until uh, they build the wall and Mexico needs to help or he's not going to sign NAFTA, which is a trade agreement between Canada United States and Mexico. I believe that's what it is. If not, then that's not, I'm stupid. I'm not a, you know, a news person or person does research. But no, I believe that's what NAFTA is. Uh, and that scares the crap out of me. Why? Because um, my family lives on a border town. Most of my family lives on a border town. And to think that there's just going to be military patrolling there, it's, it's like, it's, it scares the crap out of me. I'm, I know this is going to sound conspiracy, but... Like, I hope there's no type of, like, martial law type of thing down. Because when people say the border, people think, oh, just a line right here. I ain't, 
I know what the border is. The border is the entire valley. That's the buffer zone. I've said that before because there's a checkpoint 45 minutes from the border, and you got to go through that when you're coming out the valley, right? And then you can come to America. No. <laughs> but that's the way it kind of feels because they ask you, are you an American citizen? And some people are like, that's what we need, and it, I've never had a problem with it, and I'm Mexican, and I'm Latino, and you're just making a big deal out of nothing. No, um, that's not what I'm saying, okay? What I'm saying is that's the true buffer zone. That's the true border right there. You think it's just going to be one line? No, they have to have a buffer zone, and that's what it is. And so when they say border, I think military and McAllen and Harlingen and Roma and Westlaco. I think that's what I think, not just... Right there on, you know, right there near Reynosa. Not, you know what I mean? I see it. I don't know. Hopefully I'm wrong. <coughs> I hope I'm wrong, but that scares the crap out of me. I'd hate to go home and be like, see military, just a bunch of military vehicles driving down, military police around, the, you know, checking people, making sure if they're American citizens or not. I'm like, is this an experiment? Is this where they try it first? You know, on the border towns here, Laredo, you know, is that is this where they're going to be like, let's see how, how, how this works, how this vetting works. And some people are going to be for it, which there's there are obviously a lot of those people. And there's some people who are scared as I'm, <coughs> I won't say the bad word, but yeah, just, I don't know. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm just being paranoid. But for a president to say we're sending military to the border, when has this happened before? When is this? Ha- I don't. I don't know when this happened before. So, hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, no, 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 no. Don't drink that. Don't drink that. Thank you, Mama. Yeah, that's my juice. That's my wake me up. Good morning, juice. I drink. I, I know I shouldn't, but I can't drink coffee. I don't like coffee. I, or maybe I just found out. Found, haven't found the coffee that I like, but it messes in my stomach. So I drink this other thing called Celsius, but it has no sugar, no preservatives, blah, blah, blah. I'm not plugging it, but that's what I drink one can in the morning. And I also have been working out. I've been working out. I'm doing, this is the new program. I'm trying to do 30 days straight. I went six days straight, and then I took four days off because my, my muscles were dying. But the, what it is is I do 100. It has to be chest or 100, uh, yeah, push upper body and then 100 pull upper body the next day and then 100 legs the next day so what i've been doing is like uh like you have to do 100 push-ups that's the minimum that you i have to do and if i do more after that like shoulder flies or tricep extension stuff like that then i do that and the next day is like all right uh you're gonna do pull-ups right i'm not gonna do 100 pull-ups i usually get tired like after 30 and it's not even, I'm like helping myself, but like at the end I'm put, I got a stool and I put one toe on it to try to help myself go up. But then I do dips and stuff. And then the next day is like squats and you got to do at least a hundred. So that's my, that's my, it's not even like, cause I was always thinking, this is the approach I would always take. I want to get ripped. I want to get ripped. Now I'm just like, I just don't want to look misshapen. That's all. Just want to look like, oh, he's not fat, but I see where if he like, just ate right for a month, he'd probably have a really nice body. That's what I want to be. That's what I'm going for. I don't want to be like, ooh, put a shirt on. Like, that's what I feel like right now. Just a little misshapen. So, because um, I was 235, and then I lost weight down to 215. And you think that would make you happy? And it's like, nah, my 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 chest looks uneven. It looks like my... Like both eyes, I, instead of looking forward like a predator, I feel like they're looking to the side like they're prey. 
You know what I mean? Like it's just an some type of antelope with big almond eyes kind of slanted is what my nipples look. Everybody's like, gross. I'm just saying I want to get I want to get it to I think if I get down to like below 200 and just keep doing these workouts I'll be fine. I just want to be even, just not misshapen, right? So as a boss. What are you doing? You're putting the baby in a blanket? You're going to put her to sleep? You're a good mama. Yeah, you're good. Are you a good daughter too? Your mama? Why do you want to be a mama already? You're a little girl. You're two. Zozo, come here. What do you what do you want? Come here. What do you want to be when you grow up? No. You want to be Anna? Yeah. No, but uh, what do you want to be when you grow up, though? You want to be a doctor? Do You do want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a tennis player? Yeah. So you just want to do everything that Daddy says that you should do. Is that what you're saying? Can we shake on that right now? I'll do whatever Daddy says. All right, sweetie. So, sorry about that, guys. Um... So I'm talking to my daughter. It's 2018. So let's say 2030. You should be about 14 years old. So this is episode 97, sweetie. We're having a verbal contract and a handshake right now saying that you are going to do whatever dad says. So I'm going to set your path for you. And I'm going to remember this. So in 2030, you're like, dad, I don't want to do that. Be like, "Uh, are you a person of your word? Because at two years old, you said you're going to do whatever daddy says and you shook on it so this is our verbal agreement uh zozabos can you come here please can can you come here please thank you ma'am thank you all right uh for the record uh, is your name uh zozabozo uh. is that a yes okay now uh we're gonna shake on it saying that uh i would you're gonna do whatever daddy says so if daddy says you're gonna be a doctor you gotta go be a doctor that's a lot of pressure be like don't do that so we gotta shake on it ready Okay, thank you. Are we going to shake on it? Ready? And we shook on it. Say, I agree. I agree. Daddy knows best. I do that. See, I believe that she, that's what she meant. Everybody's <laughs> like, that's horrible. So see, sweetie, uh, you agreed on it. Be a person of your word and do what I say. Okay? That's just the way life is and you already agreed on it. Now, I get it that you were two and, and that shouldn't count, but hey... Uh, it counts in immigration court, right? Where two-year-olds and three-year-olds go and defend themselves and they don't get lawyers, so why wouldn't it work here? Mm? Sorry, I was watching John Oliver, and I just threw that in right now at the end because I was like, oh, I remember this. Sounds smart, but it, I just got it from the 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 John Oliver show on HBO. So anyway, that's going to be your podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, yeah, I'm going to enjoy... I guess these last few days of being a stay-at-home father and uh, buy my album, go to the shows, out of the sketches, the events up now, go to Georgia's show April 13th at the Tiger, Chronic Laughter on the 20th. Thank you guys for listening. And, uh, say bye, Zozo Bozo. Bye.